0: Well, welcome everyone to the Church Alive Leadership Podcast. We are passionate at Church Alive, helping people fulfill God's potential for their lives. And that means developing, building, coaching, inspiring leaders. I've been so blessed over the years in conferences, uh, books, Leadership conversations, podcasts, um, harder conversations, and inspiring conversations. And so I hope you'll have a leaning factor that today you can grow. Today you can take on a new mentality, a new mindset, that leadership doesn't just happen. You continue to grow and you continue to build over the years. And as you allow God to prune you, lift you, other people to inspire you, learn from you, you can become... All that God has destined you to become. As John Maxwell says, everything rises and falls on leadership. So for anything to get better, the leader has to get better. So man, leadership is in family. Leadership is in business. Leadership is in sports. Leadership is in the house of God. Leadership is everywhere and leaders affect everything. So hey, let's get into it today. And I want to talk to you today about being fruitful, being fruitful. I was reading Genesis chapter one um, recently, and it really just struck me for some reason that God's command to Adam was be fruitful and multiply. And and often people as in leadership circles want growth, want multiplication, they wanna see things expand and that's absolutely vital. But I want us to backtrack for a second and just look at the simplicity of fruitfulness first, the thing has to be fruitful. And actually, um, one of the most significant things you have to do as a leader is make sure that you are fruitful. John 15, Jesus says that if you'll abide in me, if you'll live in me, if you'll remain in me, then you'll go and you'll bear fruit. The parable of the kingdom of heaven is like in Matthew chapter 25, and he gives a talent, it's a gift two, three different types of people and two of them go and they multiply it but one of them actually doesn't. He buries it. And I just want to unpack a couple of things around that thought of why did that person not become a fruitful leader? Number one, it was laziness. Laziness actually limits leadership because you kind of think that things are just going to go on their own. The truth of the matter is you've got to go and work those things. And so you've got to kill laziness in your life. You've got to kill excuses. You've got to kill those things that stop you pushing things forward. uh, Sometimes you gotta give, let's be honest, you gotta give yourself kind of a kick up the bum and make sure that, man, am I becoming more? Because as I become more, then whatever I lead, that thing can become more. And the other thing that really stopped fruitfulness was fear. Fear, I believe, is, is one of the most significant barriers to you and I producing good things in our life. If faith pleases God, then what does the devil want to do? He wants to get us in fear. And so we've got to address laziness and we've got to actually address fear in our life. That will stop. That will limit fruit. So as a leader, um, fear will mean I don't step out. Fear will mean I don't have harder conversations. Fear will mean I don't even step up to the first first plate of 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 the the invitation to lead. Now I remember many years ago a uh, uh, a friend asked me, man, would you help me lead this thing? I remember my first initial reaction and most people's initial reaction is there's some excitement with it, but there's also some fear, and you have to address fear in your heart. And so to me, fruitfulness actually comes as you steward your own heart well. So let me just dive into the thought on fruitfulness and stewardship for a second i believe there's so many different things that you and i have to steward the bible teaches teach this that life itself is management or stewardship that every gift we have is stewardship that money is stewardship time is stewardship so i want to talk to you about those things when it comes to fruitfulness um what are the things that stop you being fruitful And I think it actually has to do with first stewardship. We have to learn to steward our own heart. What did the unfaithful servant do? He didn't steward his own heart. So how do you steward your heart well? We know he didn't steward his heart well. Well, you've got to feed it. You've got to protect it. You know, Solomon says, above all else, guard your heart. For out of it flows the issues of life. So you've got to feed it. You've got to protect it. And in your own heart, you have to... Kill those excuses. Kill the excuse to not show up positive. Kill the excuse not to be ready. Kill the excuse to not have a a needed conversation with someone. The other thing I know that we have to steward is the voice of God. We have to actually learn to steward the voice of God in our lives. Um, I heard an amazing podcast recently or leadership talk recently on the simplicity that God is speaking, but are we listening? And let me say this about the voice of God. I believe this with all my heart that actually ministry truly flows out of the revelation of what you're called to do and who you're called to be. And that actually takes hearing God's voice. I remember many years ago that God began to give my wife and I actually dreams And I found this, that the dreams that God gives us, when God whispers in a scripture, when God gives us a dream, when God gives us a vision, what He has actually done is He has given us something sacred. He has given us something from heaven that actually is a gift that we have to now steward. So for instance, if God speaks to me about something, God gives me a warning dream about something. I'll give you a particular um, example. Many years ago, Um, There was a man in our church and one of the guys who was leading something in our church wanted to put him in a certain team because he was known for great managing and and administration type of gifts. And I had this very unusual dream about um, this person that I walked up to him in the dream and I asked him a question. I said, are you for me? or are you against me? And he looked at me and said, you're the only one who sees it. And then he pulled out a knife and he started to attack me literally in the dream. I woke up in kind of a sweat, like my goodness, what was that? It was four o'clock or five o'clock Sunday morning. I was thinking about church and obviously that was a warning dream from God. And I found this, that as you will heed and hear the dreams that God gives you and steward them well and write them down and, and just begin to um, say, God is speaking to me. I want to make sure I'm hearing what God is saying. I heard someone say recently, man, this year in 2020, I want to pray more. And I like that thought. I'm a, I, I believe in prayer man. I believe in it. But I think more than anything else, we've got to listen better. And I believe as we listen better, God can allow our hearts to be fruitful and he'll allow the voice of god to cause us to be fruitful let me unpack that just a little bit more i had another moment years ago where my wife gave me a it was a exhortation moment let's call it that it was an instructional moment it was kind of like babe you're not going to want to hear this but here's what i want to tell you to be honest i didn't want to hear the conversation and i walked away and i was kind of like i'm trying my best but I began to pray about what she told me. And I began to pray about it. and began to think about it. And I actually realized that, that thought, that coaching moment was a moment where I had to pray. And I had to say, God, is there something in this? Is there something of gold in this where I'm not producing the fruit that I need to be producing? And I just want to challenge you for a second. As you hear this, let me ask you a question. What is stopping you producing fruit? Ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what is stopping me from producing fruit maybe even ask a trusted friend what is stopping me producing fruit because maybe there's some things in your life that you just you don't see and you kind of think it's all going well but there's some fruit moments that God is wanting you to uh, bear a lot of fruit but there's hindering things in your life we steward our own heart we steward uh, the voice of God we steward relationships when it comes to marriage, marriage is a stewardship. Like my wife, she's not my property, right? She, I'm, I am a, a steward of her. She's actually God's daughter. And so yes, the two become one, but I have to steward that relationship. She has to steward the relationship with me. My kids, they're my kids, but they're really they're God's kids too, and so I have to steward them. and And so when it comes to marriage, we have to steward that thing well. When it comes to leaders who are in our life, so if I have leaders on our team, I have to steward them well. And um, let me say this: like I have often made the mistake of thinking once I appoint a leader, oh, they can rock it, and and just and just bear a lot of fruit. And I've often found that there's so many development mental conversations that I need to have with them, coaching moments. Man, the core values of our church, the core values of our life need to be embedded in those people. And that doesn't just happen when you say it one time. You've got to say it and spray it, wheel it and deal it, make people, as Ed Young says, feel it. But let me say this. You've got to develop people. People need development. And when we take the time to uh, appoint a leader, we've got to take the time to develop that leader. The other thing I want you to steward and the other thing I encourage you to steward this year is the miracles of God. The miracles of God were told in the Bible, obviously, they were not kept secret. And I believe that when God answers your prayer, recently I prayed for my wife about something and, and I shared the story that... Really? She fell asleep. She woke up fine. She literally thought she needed to go to the hospital. I believe that the Lord gave a miracle in that moment. And then a couple of days later, one of the guys from church texted me. He's like, my goodness, I pray for my wife. She was diagnosed with Lyme disease. And um, she actually got um, authenticated, probably is the wrong word, but let's just go with that. Authenticated that she had Lyme disease twice and then all of a sudden she got tested one more time and they said that she doesn't have it. So we have to steward those stories. We have to make sure that We're not just the only one that knows that God is answering prayer because when you hear of a miracle story, what do you want to do? You want to pray more. You want to believe more. You want to, you go, man, God is real. God is answering prayers. So I believe we have to steward the gift God give us. We have to resist laziness, resist fear. And we have to, because we have to steward our own hearts, but we steward our own hearts. We must steward the voice of God. We must steward Uh, relationships and marriage in our life. We actually must steward the leaders that God has given us because why would He give us more leaders if we're not stewarding well and managing well and developing well the leaders that He has given us? And we have to steward God's miracles. We have to steward them and share them. When someone's life gets changed, let's share that story. When someone gets breakthrough in certain parts of their life and their finances, let's share that story. When someone gets relational breakthrough, let's share that story. Let's let's allow the rumors of God, the rumors of Jesus to be all throughout our church as we share God's life-changing stories. And so I just wanna again invite you And as I prayed recently, God, what would be something in my life that's not bearing fruit? Or what are some excuses that I need to stop making in my life? Ask God, journal about it. Ask a friend, what is stopping me being fruitful? Because if I'm not fruitful, I can't multiply. But if I'm fruitful, multiplication will actually be the natural result. Man, I hope this podcast has helped you. If it's helped you, share it with someone, share it uh, with a friend, share it on social media. God bless you guys. Uh, So believing for an incredible, incredible year in 2020. Believe in a breakthrough and be breaking through daily, weekly, week after week. God bless you significantly.